1: So, it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place.
0: Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I <laughs> love you, Monet. <laughs> I love now, you. Now, listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen.
1: And I'm Monet Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry.
0: On this week's episode, we talk about Monet's leaked album. We talk about Black History
1: Month. And we find out what made Monet say this. Can you let Amanda Gorman have her moment? And we find out what made Bob the drag queen say this.
0: Yes, girl. I was called Brother Bob the drag queen.
1: Do you even know what good days means? Does the term, the two words good days have any relevance to you?
0: Good days? Yeah. Is it is this like a Are you the the white rabbit Is, is this a riddle are you, what, what is this Is this a, a, some one of those riddles That trolls have to get past their bridge
1: No do the, do the words good days Have any relevance to you right now Does it mean anything to you currently
0: I mean I think about this show Good day or another happy times I
1: don't know what, when I, what the fuck is a good day Why don't you just tell me this is I don't like this pop quiz it's not a pop quiz. It just shows where your allegiance lies in terms of mu- music artistry.
0: Well, what the fuck is Good Day?
1: <laughs> a lot of fans are here. They're like, oh, my hey. day. It's SZA's new. Well, not her newest. It's it her latest song, and it's fucking... She's just... Let me tell you this right now. If SZA I, was my Uber
0: <laughs> Eats delivery person, I wouldn't know who she was. <laughs> I don't... I just don't know what... I, I know one SZA song... Um And that's just. But if now Cupcake showed up delivered, I'd be like, "Oh my God,
1: Cupcake!" Oh, we know that you know a a couple things about some cupcakes, bitch. We know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. (laughs) Um, But I I just don't. You know, I like Scissor's music. It's just not. um, It's not like I just don't listen often. Listen to like emo music like that. Not that kind of emo
1: music. Emo.
0: The weekend. I mean but we the weekend. that's emo.
1: She's crying. That's not emo. That's not Oh, wow, She's singing the same about Why you mad, the same though? shit. She's she's singing about the same shit that Adina Howard would sing about, about being a fucking side piece and a freak. Like that's literally what Scissor's is singing about. She's not singing about being about I'm so depressed, I hate my life. It's not that.
0: Emo emo is not okay, emo is just emotions. It's not I'm gonna cut myself and I hate my life. It's literally just a reference to like really emotional music. There is some emotional I music mean, I like.
1: Then, like then, I'm, then, then, by that terminology, everything, everything all music is, is, is emotional. <laughs> Every music is about some type yeah, of emotion. But when I say
0: emotional, <laughs> like when I, when I think about the, the emo music that I like, I like emo music that's more, that's kind of like um, uh, Mariah or Whitney or Adele or Celine or um, Beyonce. I like those emo songs. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not shitting on SZA. I'm sh- SZA's a great artist. I just don't Shit. listen to a lot of SZA music. Work.
1: Uh, what were you doing today that you were 35 minutes late to our podcast?
0: Okay, first of all, that is not the story of what happened to our podcast. <laughs> my It was put in my calendar wrong. And I'm sure Jacob can come on and confirm. It was put in my calendar at 8.30. So I showed up at 8.20. I rushed myself ahead of time. And then you said you'd be back in 10 minutes, but then you actually
1: back in 15 minutes. Now, that's the actual thing. Because I was here on time and you weren't, so. But, you know, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm just saying. I mean, it's also, that's also
0: not fully the full story, but, I mean, we, we, you can always take a story and omit little pieces of it to fit, like, a I certain I showed order. up
1: at 11 o'clock, my time for a podcast. I was supposed to start at 11 o'clock. And then I was here for about 18 uh, no, about 13 minutes. And Jacob and I was like, well, Jacob, I have some editing to do for another video. So I'm going to pop out of here. I'll be back in about 10 minutes. And then Jacob texted me when you were here at eleven thirty-three, eight
0: thirty. Jacob told me eleven thirty and told you eleven o'clock. That's what happened.
1: Oh, so you're saying Jacob is a piece of shit?
0: Jacob made a mistake. I'm saying Uh Jacob made a mistake, and I showed up, and then I ended up rushing myself to hear ten minutes before. And he Mm. said I'm back in ten minutes, but then you weren't back in ten minutes.
1: Were you here? Did you hear me say I'm back in ten minutes, or are you just inferring that? So you think Jacob lied when he said that? Did I'm, you tell I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking you if you were here when I said that.
0: I'm not inferring. Jacob said, "Monet, set you back in ten minutes." So did you?
1: I said about ten minutes. There
0: we go. Well, I mean, I guess you were back in about ten minutes. It was a little <laughs> on the over ten minute side, but it was, I guess, technically about ten minutes.
1: Also, can you let Amanda Gorman have her moment? Why do you need to wear her hair?
0: Okay, first of all, I've been wearing this hair. First, this is one of my oldest styled wigs. You know, like you have, you have styled wigs that can like this wig is fucking indestructible. I don't know. I was what... there. This
1: was this was the first hair you ordered from 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 Trillion, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. No, the first was the cornrows. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. what
0: Trillion made this wig out of, but it is fucking indestructible. It still looks like the fucking day I got. I just cleaned I just cleaned my lace today, and I was like, Bitch, "This wig is brand new." I'm actually thinking about taking it
1: down and seeing how long these dreads are. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Let me. You, I've 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 learned one thing. When you have an, an an indestructible wig, you let her live her life that way. Don't try to turn it into something she's not. Let her live her life as indestructible. Because when she takes her down, you'll never be able to get the same indestructibility. Now, remember when you had your fucking Dorothy wig, Bob? Okay, yes. Bob used to have this door, this red auburn black Dorothy.
0: I actually wore it on Drag Race for the Wizard of Oz challenge.
1: Did you? Oh, yeah, you sure did. Yes, I did. So, but, but y'all don't realize, before y'all saw it on Drag Race, Bob had the wig for so long, and Bob would wear it to his gigs, and by, after the gig, Bob would put it in the ba- in the bottom of his purse, schlep it uptown, <laughs> beat some muggers with his bag, beat bitches down, and then pull it out the I, when he got home, and the thing would be like nothing ever. Who made that wig? That I
0: don't know, but I got it from a lot of McGriddles, but I don't know who made it. I bought it from a lot of McGriddles at one of those drag. They used to have these things called drag tag sales oh, where yeah. the drag was all come and swap drag. And I got it from a yeah. lot of McGriddles at the drag tag. So it was a secondhand wig. So it had already lived all these lives before it even made it to me, girl. That wig was in. But this is my new, like, this wig just will not, it won't quit. Like, I'm like, <laughs> and every time I wear people like, girl, looks so. I'm like, I know. I've had this wig for over a year now. This is wild. Ma- 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 but Bob, like, you, you've had it for two years. Yeah, if, to have a wig that has stayed perfectly, That's I'm like, crazy. girl, I need
1: like three more of these. Bitch, I need I need a fucking relationship as strong as that wig. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> I need a friendship as as, as and so you ain't never had a friend, never had a wig well, ever, you never know, had a wig, we, never you, had a wig. When you
0: take a wig down, you realize that once you get into it, it it's actually like there's a chance that this might not all be hair. The middle right. might just be like donuts. Built, th- th- these might be completely separate pieces. I have no clue what the life of this. I don't know what's going on inside the swig, but if it was long ass, could you, would you gag about like long? <laughs>
1: also that lace bitch, that, them dreads are coming good give us a profile again them dreads are the other, the other well that tattoo here. yeah look at that part right there y'all those dreads are sprouting from her scalp mama Bob the drag queen has gotten the hair replacement surgery I don't and have she a, is I don't not she's growing her own hair all again girl.
0: Listen. If you are uh, listening on the podcast version, you can go over on a YouTube and catch this for. Actually, it's going to be this part is over for free, and then of course the entire podcast will be available on our Patreon. First of all, Monet, can I just talk about like, like our right now? Our Patreon is just like my wildest dream. I can't even believe <laughs> this is Monet. We have seventy two hundred <laughs> patrons. Like, do you remember when we were when we were doing? I think we counted it was 16 podcasts a year and (sighs) had the nerve to ask people to give us money on Patreon. And now we have people in in our Patreon. They used to drag us. And by the way, rightfully so. It's been a Patreon being like, this is the crunchiest. We we love y'all. So we're going to stick it out. But y'all, this is not it. Like we were rarely ever doing anything. Our content is so slapping. I'm so proud of us.
1: Our content cunt cunt oh my god so i called oh this is what i'm gonna tell you so earlier i i, I, I was trying to facetime video you i facetime uh video call you on facebook because i did a video where i got painted completely in the dark and bob it was a gag and i'm telling you right now in the video i'm gonna say it i'm challenging you to do this i'm challenging trixie to do this i facetimed trixie trixie was like oh my fucking god y'all had to do on challenge if y'all too it was insane you had to do it
0: how did you look how did you
1: look you have to waste the video. I tried to FaceTime you, but you was too busy doing your little booby bobbity gig. You missed that. Yeah, I, yeah,
0: yes, I was working. You don't mind Monet. I, <laughs> I, mind if I, I work was like this shady money.
1: nigga can't answer my phone calls. But yeah, anytime Bob call me, I make myself available no matter what.
0: Okay, I'm not a shady nigga. I'm a busy nigga. Let's get that clear. <laughs> I did a
1: gig Ooh, for
0: UGA.
1: That's a good song. What? Can we please put a song out together? I'm not a shady nigga. I'm a, I'm a busy nigga. You keep blowing up my phone. I'm sending you to the voicemail, nigga.
0: <laughs> you know, I think there's some workshopping to do. Okay, let me tell you <laughs> something. Okay, first of all, Monet, I want to talk to you about something. I've actually I've mentioned this to you a few times, but I want to bring it up again. So, me and Monet have this relationship with music, where Monet does these little secret songs that she doesn't want anyone to know about. And one time, one of our common friends told me about the song. Monet was so mad. <laughs> oh one time, a common friend of ours played one of the songs for us. Monet was like, I will never play anything for you again. I will never. Like, it was so mad that Monet just didn't. Monet would share it with Jay, but she would not share the music with me. And I'm a little hurt. I'm still hurt by that. And then I um, told Monet, I wanted to do an album with her. And then I told Monet, I said, I want to do a joint album. It's going to be uh, uh, the Love Blow speaker box style, where each of us does an album. Um, and then in the middle I'm we have it. one track, but then Monet was like, "But I want to do my own thing first. So now I have to wait for Monet's full album, her super secret album, super secret celebrity drag race album that I'm never that I'm I'm gonna have to listen to on Spotify like everyone that is not at true. home.
1: Oh, that's not true also um my album's coming out by the summer one number two when we create uh, this album that's when ours album.
0: was gonna come out that's was when ours was
1: gonna come out no 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 no. if all the patreon oh if all the Patreons uh, uh, listeners of the podcast we've been talking about a making this album forever and then our initial plan was to put it out for black history month that was our initial plan then it got moved but so, i okay, could have we'll do done it but you told me you did not want to do it No, Bob, that's not that. Bob, first of all, y'all know Bob Bob is busy as hell. I'm very busy as well. So I don't know this fantasy line where Bob swears that he was going to... Granted, Bob is a a very quick writer. Bob writes very quickly. But the recording process, especially for me, I'm I'm, I'm very meticulous about that stuff. So so my album, I've been working on for going on a year now and it's listening constantly listening to songs and i don't like that changing adding vocals and stuff like that so it's like your
0: albums are based on your age what's your albums uh 19 (laughs) 27 and then uh one at
1: 56 (laughs) which honestly adele doing that that was such a that's such a great marketing plan for her album like just naming after her age i that is so brilliant it's so good she she says she's not doing it anymore I, I that she's lying. She's gonna put her next. I was gonna be. Why? Like what? Like do you? Do you not agree that that's like a, that's pretty fierce to do it that way? I love I think that. it's
0: really smart, and it and it lets you know where she is in her life with each song. I think it's, exactly. I think it's really brilliant. I mean the fact the way that we I, I love when people like for example the the way Friends used to name episodes is based. That's actually kind of how I thought about naming our episodes. Friends episodes used to be called the one where the one where Ross finds a so and so. The oh. one where Rachel, does a, which is how we, which is how we were naming some um, rivals uh, were the one, where, the one where Monet won't stop fighting with. Oh my, the one where you and Yuha were fighting is one of my favorite ones. Why, why was she so
1: aggressive to you? Yuha is aggressive, and Yuha gets so wild. I, I think she was. She also just had a little bit of. Hate in her heart for me that she harbored after uh, her strong and flexible body gave out on her on episode three of season 10. Girl, she was so she was very upset with me. If everybody else, she was like, Oh my god, Aquarius, I love you, Calorie. Bl- 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 Monet, fuck you, you fat black bitch. I was like, Damn, work, okay.
0: Oh my god, you look. you, by the way, it looks like you're inside of a TikToker room right now. <laughs>
1: this is a TikTok oh, I'm, I'm going to do. Have you seen a new trend where they, um, where it's like, I forgot what song it is, but then. Lay the your
0: head on my.
1: Boom. boom. Oh, I'm doing one, yeah, bitch, I but it. I don't know if I want to do. I, anyway, we'll talk. I don't want to give away my little sequel. Well, I was
0: thinking about doing one too. Ezra did one. I was like, Ezra, you have to do this. And I was thinking about doing one too. And then, like, I was going to be out of
1: dragon and then, like, a little. Oh, yeah. Oh, because y'all know Bob has. When Bob slaps up slap them hips and that course on girl, she gives you. <laughs> girl she looks like a damn doll it's like that will be really <laughs> dope you should do it and also yeah. and also you, you don't have to paint because it's because it's backlit, So you don't have to paint you can just put your body on and just
0: girl quick drag quick drag yeah. honey it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the new wave it's the new way honey um but yeah yeah so anyway so i i do think that i do want to talk to you about like are you and you keep saying you're going to share music with me it, it's been you, as you said it's been a year you shared literally nothing with me so what's good because i because
1: uh, i want to when i say jay I can to, hear the whole thing but jay gets here every single draft well that says jay is part of the musical process with me jay hey, jay is the reason i found my producing and writing team and jay i'm the reason uh, you do
0: drag let's keep going
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i tried to include you in that today in my face of you but you were too busy can you tell me what, what this gig was or is, is it one of you because y'all know Bobby have his little super secret gigs last time I, I tried to get him to tell you and he's like Monique I can't tell I can't tell no because
0: okay at that time it was something I had filmed but the podcast would come up before the thing filmed so I oh. couldn't tell that uh, this was a gig for UGA which is a, a University of Georgia oh, um, go dogs um, and it was a, a student Q&A
1: oh my god I'm doing it for Penn the, State which, like, in like a, a week or two
0: already done it did you? Yes. Let's we'll talk about after the break. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Hear ye, hear ye, look, it's 2021 and it's time to leave bad bras back in 2020. You can easily find the perfect bra for you at 3rd Love. 3rd Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all day comfort and support. The fitting room quiz is a fun and super easy interactive experience that focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to deliver bras and underwear that are perfect just for you. Throughout the whole thing, fit stylists are available for for one-on-one chats to answer any questions that you may have. Better than a traditional bra fitting experience, because this one you can do from the comfort and and the convenience of your own home. And in 2021, that is gold, mama. The fitting room has helped 18 million plus women find their true bra size, and you could be the next. Third Love stands behind their products. If you don't love it, exchange and return for free. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are available via chat for email to answer all of your questions that you may have about Third Love bras and your fitting. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash for 20% off today. Spoiler alert. Did you know that there is literally no one on the planet like you? Did you know that you are unique as hell? So why would you buy a generic mattress built for everyone else? You deserve a good night's sleep, which is why you should try Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference for the perfect mattress just for you, baby. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Moonlight mattress because I wanted something that felt soft. Gotta what else I It's soft, but still really supportive and I'm falling asleep right away. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free, y'all. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store ever again. Just go to helixsleep.com rivalry, take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free they'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it but you will i know you will you know you will so just do it helix is offering up to 200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash rivalry What, what are you so, saying what, what's your real so point? we're back so what what I love when like girls because you know there are there are a, a bunch of gigs that they they either get a different girl every year or like you done this gig and the girl is about to do it and then she's seen you then and she'd be like girl tell me about I don't know uh that gig in in um in um in, in, in Jamaica Come on. Queens, and, Come on 180. And, and, and and the queen would either be like girl let me or like oh yeah it's fun it's a good time oh, yeah. and I love that when, when a queen gives you the, the inside scoop and one of them I talked about the exchange rate and he got so mad. You just mentioned it. And he, he was like, how oh. dare you say that I, th- 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 I was like, girl. We we're talking about his, his. Uh, yes. And which is, of it, it's, it's valid. Dangerous. And, again, and he's very nice. I had a great time with the promoter, but I was like, that's he's the real lovely. Thing he's so sweet. So sweet. I love him. Don't, don't get in the car. <laughs> don't get
0: in the car, girl. Don't get in the car.
1: <sighs> and, and oh girl Bob he sent me I wish I probably deleted it he sent me the only text reading me my life girl he was like how dare you I would never da da I was like oh my god all right Did I guess say, I put you it say down, it was a girl. bad driver yeah and I may have eluded in- that they were on a substance but then Again, that was my experience. <laughs> okay, <I> mean, see, <laughs> see now that, now,
0: now, now we get into the real <laughs> beautiful story. And, and I also may have said it was a crack. Um, <laughs> oh
1: I also may have been saying it was a little bit crack game. <laughs> <laughs> well, the driving was so crazy. I was like, this seems. Like, no one would, who's sober would drive this. But a, the, apparently the person has been sober for years, for, like, decades, actually. So my bad. I apologize. You know, whatever.
0: You know, he's really lovely, but he's not a good driver. And I remember it being, like, riding from... Uh, I mean, whatever. I mean, now I'm going to get email. Who cares? <laughs> riding from the airport all the way out to this place and then being like, I'm, s- I'm scared. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> this driving is just it's just so but he was so nice and he was really friendly and like you get hired for a couple of nights in a row and he always brings you back but girl those rides were yeah those rides were
1: wild girl wild speaking of rides a lot of people who take rides are black people and we are going into the month (laughs) of black people queen of a segway queen of a segway (laughs) queen of a segway girl
0: When it's Black History
1: Month. <laughs> yes, girl. D- okay. Oh wait, Before we talk about Black History Month, do you remember something like December something? There was this thing about uh, Black people are going to get superpowers. We're, we're, did, did you hear about this? And all Black people I were like, heard about I bl- can't wait for my superpowers to come in tonight. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I heard about like, I saw on TikTok people like,
0: Black people want their superpowers kick in. And I was like, what the hell y'all but I, I missed that meme. I really felt like an old ass fucking boomer. I was like, the fuck. I was like, what is going
1: on? Why why are we getting powers? No one told me. I was, did I miss it? Was did I miss the up sheet? <laughs> there was some type of like harmonic astrological convergence where black folk were. Uh, so I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I'm, it was some weird shit. Something that we missed. We we missed the boat on that. And I wish our I wish our ancestors would have missed the boat a few centuries ago. But that's a different story. <laughs> Mon <laughs> mate too soon, too
0: not <laughs> Miss the Boat. Um so what do you do you have any bike your month traditions?
1: I don't have any Black History Month traditions. I mean, the only one that's kind of like a tradition is probably be, be for the past three, four years since I've been watching The View. The View does a Black History Month FYI during every episode mm. in February. And they basically like highlight something about Black history that you may not have known or a person or an event or a thing. And like, I've learned honestly a lot about Black history through watching The View in February. I watch The View all year round um, recently and Meghan McCain is getting wilder and wilder on The View. like. It's crazy. Why? What's she doing? Well, I don't know if you've seen it. it was, uh, of course, in Super Mario Rooftrap fashion, we're, we're just hopping around. But um, the recently, so Megan had just come back from maternity leave. She was gone since since like since October. And then um, Joy's going off about something, something. And then Megan uh, interrupts, uh, uh, cut her off, and then Megan was talking. And then Joy, the ball went back to Joy, and Joy was like, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and then Megan goes, oh, Joy, you've, you've missed this. You've missed me. And Joy goes, no, I don't miss you. I didn't miss you at all. I I have I'm I don't miss you at all, and then Megan was like, "Wow, that was really rude," and like it was it was so uncomfortable to watch, but such good TV. Anyway,
0: yeah, Megan <laughs> Megan is Megan's more intense than uh, than Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Like Elizabeth yes. Hasselbeck used to be like really wild. Megan's more, Megan's even more intense than Hasselbeck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but well, the thing it's, is, it's,
0: Hasselbeck it's, used to cry.
1: Hasselbeck used to cry, and and Joy
0: just and, and, and Megan just goes, "Well, I'll just shut up then."
1: yes very bad and it's like oh my god and you can tell and you you know Whoopi is at her wits end whoopee i feel like one day Whoopi's is gonna just i don't know she's gonna pop off od it's gonna be so wild No, Megan, one... I, I can't take
0: this anymore i can't take this anymore
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I, I learned a lot about black instrument like well, like one thing that a lot of black folks don't know is that bitch um that motherfucker ren franklin did not invent electricity it was it was a black man now, i i, I don't forgot the man because i learned that last year but it was a black man that invented <laughs> electricity
0: you know one thing that that I did not know about. Um, okay, first of all, um, I maybe we should Google the the names of the people. I learned that um, that Rosa Parks was actually like that was like a planned thing.
1: Really? No.
0: Yeah. So her. Yes. Yeah, so, so Claudette Colvin was this woman who was actually who was um, like dragged off and arrested on a bus in. I believe in Atlanta and then like a group that's kind of like uh, like one of like the, the civil rights groups uh, planned a new one. And Rosa Parks was that one. But a woman named Claudette Colvin was or Colvin was actually the first person that that happened to. She's this retired nurse and she had this whole bus incident. Claudette, now see, Claudette Colvin was arrested for sitting on the white section of the bus and Rosa Parks was an NAACP worker who was assigned to her case. So organizers realized that most bus companies relied on black dollars to stay in business and realized a targeted boycott would be the most effective way to end bus segregation. Because Claudette Colvin was an unmarried mother, the organizers realized that she would not attract a lot of attention behind her because, I mean, at the time people were not really... I mean, it sounds shameful That's how they were treated, unwed mothers back then. You know what I mean? But Rosa Parks had a more beautiful public image. She was respecting her community. She was in NAACP, so she became the the figurehead for the movement.
1: I had girl, you. I had no idea. I'm shook. I had did not know that they created an event, created a scenario, made sure the
0: media was going to be there, made sure it got coverage. Because when it happened to call that, there was no coverage. No one saw it. What happened got to Rosa Parks? It. They got Dr. King and everyone else behind it. Thinking so I'll be like, "What did you do
1: to Sister Rosa Parks?" That's, I mean, that that that's smart. And now it is one of the biggest events of the civil rights movement. It's, it's the one that all yeah. all the kids know. Yeah, which on, on under um, if anyone's watching Housewives of Atlanta, because Portia has been so active in the um in the in the Black Lives Matter protests because when they filmed, um, Kenya Moore gave Portia's daughter a, a Rosa Parks doll for um this event. Anyway, just thought for all my Housewives of Atlanta people, y'all. We, we here we here so i made a mistake I'm not, well I'm not here. His, name, <laughs> his name was lewis latimer lewis latimer was an african-american inventor who worked with alexander bell and later with edison who made light bulbs to practical use latimer created a light bulb with a durable carbon um carbon filament and sold the patent to the u.s electric company in 1881 how much money do you think he, he you think he made off of that
0: i I'm, I'm, i would like i hope it's a lot but i'm assuming it's not
1: I mean, I don't, I'm about to look it up. Um, Jacob, actually, if you can look it up, because oh. I'm gonna get so. But I mean, if, if, imagine the light bulb is something Bob that we every single person, almost every single person, you know, because obviously some people don't have electricity for whatever for various reasons. But almost everyone uses the light bulb, multiple light bulbs every single day, and it, yeah, I, his he should have genera his family should have a generational of um of of, of cash coming in because of that invention. Like that's crazy.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think people realize how many people in this world, like, people don't realize that, like, all the insane things that, like, black people have, like, contributed to society. Do you know the first open heart surgery was done by a black man? Gag. The first ever time someone was like, I'm about to cut this nigga chest open and fiddle with his heart.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it wasn't
0: successful, Not playing. It was it was successful. Oh, what did they say? Not not Bob kidding. not Bob saying oh. that he, he was he was, he was <laughs> shitty at his job. <laughs> what I meant to say, the first murder no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the first <laughs> <laughs> the, the first open heart surgery, the first successful open heart surgery was by Daniel Dale Williams. And it this this black man did that like that blows my mind. That is like I remember when I heard that I was like, I feel like I should have known this.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know that. I mean, but again, this is why uh, we talked about this uh, uh, during like. Well, I know I've definitely talked about it during like the. I don't know if we did it on the podcast or if I did it somewhere else. But I am a huge proponent. Like, we should be having like African American history in elementary and junior high school and high school years. Like that. We had be- it. Oh yeah, we did talk about it. And you said you said in Georgia you did, in, in New York we did not. We did not have a Black History course. We had history and again. I went to like a very, I went to an arts high school which was very hippie like. Like we we did humanities, which humanities was like a mixture of like history and English and something else. So it was a little weird. But I don't I don't know any friends that had like African American history in, um, in school like growing up like in in New York at least.
0: I didn't I didn't have a course called African American history, but because I went to a black high school, middle school, and elementary school, I received a lot of, like, I remember, I, I was one of those kids that had the, I do not know y'all had these, there are these, these pictures of black people on mm-hmm. the wall, but they were there all year long. So it's just like images of like famous and historic black, so it's everyone from Martin Luther King to Oprah Winfrey. And it has the, the year they were born, the year they died, if they were dead yet, and then it had like what they were known for. So it's like a picture of Oprah Winfrey, picture of Bill Cosby. I mean he was uh, he, they okay. probably took his picture down. His has probably been taken been taken God. down. I, I noticed all the pictures around him started falling down. Um
1: he <laughs> taking, taking <laughs> Every time
0: a white girl said next to the Bill Cosby picture, they just <laughs> fell over. Um but it, it was like uh w, 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 Du Bois, um you know Malcolm X, all like all these like so we 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 would take one each week and then read about them. Or the teacher would be like Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey's a me 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 me.
1: Got you. Got you. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we may I mean, as for, you know, I have literally Bob knows I have the worst memory in life. Jay knows it too. I literally I just forget. I I have a I have a memory problem. I I'm very aware of that. Um, but um yeah, I'm sure I had it in school at some point. I just, but it's not. It was never anything that was prominent. I was never like, oh, this thing. It's probably the the, the, the yeah. fucking teachers probably put it up during February and she took it down on fucking February twenty seven, not even twenty eight. She gave us a full month. Probably. Did you? Did you? Did, so.
0: Well, did I you have? Something. I was recently uh, on um, the Tightrope podcast oh <laughs> with Doctor Cornell West. The view. Did you? The view. No, uh, oh, Joy, you go. No, okay, you go i was recently on the tightrope podcast with dr cornell west that blows my shut the fuck up yes girl i was called brother bob the drag queen (laughs) and i could not i could not believe i was talking to dr cornell it was i was like why am to Dr. West. What That's is going on? That's amazing.
1: Okay, wait. You gotta tell me about this. So was it were you interviewing him or were you guys on a panel together? What was it? He was interviewing me.
0: He has a podcast called The Type Rope. The the Tight he, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> The Tight Rope. I, I can't say I'm not saying type rope, not that <laughs> country I, shit. I heard tight. Y'all the a type rope? <laughs> um, but but he it's uh it's, it's him and, and Trisha Rose, um, who is uh essentially the world's leading Hip hop historian. Um and they have god. this, this podcast. So Dr. Rose and Dr. West have a podcast together where they uh where they they talk to like black people and they they had me. Oh my god, oh I'm freaking out. Something really big happened for me recently. Like huge. Okay. Well, can- I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. This is huge. Tell me. me. My voice. I think I'm black history now. Listen to this. My voice is going to be on the MTA. Oh my God, where? For what? On the platform. They're using my voice. For what? Like like for like a train announcements? Like what? Like bitch, good yes, morning. for train announcements. I'm saying stuff like, please do not hold, please don't be holding the doors open. No one likes the person holding the doors open. Don't Work. go on the tracks. Hey y'all, hey look. Hey New York says me about the drag queen. Please do not go on the tracks. Oh my God, that's <laughs> amazing. I was like, even if you drop your purse, the purse ain't that nice. Let's talk about... Hey, hello, New York City, it's me, Bob Drake Let's talk about spreading out. Does your bag really need its own seat? I mean, uh, the bag's nice, but it ain't that nice. Oh, my so God, I'm when saying, did like, you do way, this? Way is, is,
1: is it, is it going to be for blackish History Month or just for in, in, in perpetuity? It's just in perpetuity. I, 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 I asked how long he goes. I don't know, as
0: long as they use it. It's getting dropped on, like, February 12th. So, February 12th, y'all, if you hear my voice on the subway platform please record i do a vo- i do i do it for the bus uh i, I tell people to st- stand behind the white line oh my god i, tell I love their that i tell people not to hold the doors open i tell you not to spread out and i tell you not to go on the tracks money this is cr- it's like That's me, amazing jerry seinfeld like there's some big names doing it and the Nigga, like, you are not even from new york this, like, but I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> that is We both cr- agreed I'm a New Yorker.
1: You know what? I I I and I, I I take the gym. I take the gym. I take the train at least three times a week to go down to my gym in Chelsea, my trainer. So I bitch, I cannot. I'm going to be literally freaking out on this train. What if I never told you, and you just heard, "Hey, it's Bob." <laughs> I would honestly, I would think I was on some type of like you were doing some type of reality punk show. And I would think that that was going on. I swear to God. I would think it would be like some kind of like, what would you do? Or punked or some show. I'd be like, what is going on? This is not real. There's no way.
0: I wish I hadn't told you. So you just hit me go, hey, New York City, is
1: Bob the Drag Queen. I would have gagged, bitch. (laughs) And I would have been so weird the whole time. I would be like, what? Because I would just wait for you for something crazy to happen. that's, That's, congratulations, girl. That's how I felt when you didn't tell me
0: that you were in... Um, uh Lovecraft Country. Oh, because I told you I was like I was like oh yeah me and Jacob were watching Lovecraft Country. You're like yeah that's interesting. Anyway, let's talk about the <laughs> podcast today. And then I randomly saw you in a trailer and I was like, what? And you're like oh yeah yeah I did Lovecraft Country.
1: That's how I felt. Bitch, that's how I felt when you didn't tell me that you were in um fucking um Ghostbusters
0: i wish i wish you um, were anyway.
1: weren't you the weren't you the fourth ghostbuster girl oh that was leslie that was leslie me. That was leslie that, was leslie. God, that God. was leslie we get confused all the time
0: um but anyway i have a couple questions when you okay is jesus black jesus is absolutely at your, at, black at, but he, at your church was he but at your church was he black
1: no not even my black ass church i went to a very black church and he was not black he was white as hell uh, Jesus Christ was fucking whiter than Trixie. Bitch, he, he was up on the cross with a blonde wig, a crooked, a crooked nose highlight, uh, uh big ass makeup. I was like, this white ass Jesus. My Jesus was white as fuck. What about you? Um, I went to, I had two Jesuses. So there was there
0: was at church that was the white Jesus, but my aunt had a picture of black Jesus with dreadlocks. Ooh. So I was like, wait, which one is which one is Jesus? I mean, he looks essentially the same. Like it's like long hair, but it's just dreads. Black Jesus was ripped,
1: though. Black <laughs> Jesus had like some titties. I was like, damn. <laughs> black Jesus ripped. Yeah, that's that's so that's so interesting to me. That in black churches, they a lot of the iconography of of what Jesus, how Jesus is depicted, or how he's on the cross, whatever. He's always white. He's I I can I've been to uh, you know I was in a um, a gospel group when I was in. Um, High school, called Songs of Solomon, and we traveled a lot, uh, especially on on, sp- on summer and winter breaks and and spring breaks. We would go to like we'd go on tours. We like toured in like California and in Canada and different states and stuff. And he was she just was all in all the churches we went to. We go to these black churches and sing hymns and anthems, and he was always white. I I was hard pressed to find a black Jesus. That's so crazy. The black churches I don't know a
0: whole bunch about the Bible either. But like, how do we know Jesus wasn't a little pudgy? <laughs> like, like does the bible say slender and slim How do you know jesus was, like some little fat nigga walking around
1: uh, rubbing mud in people's eyes <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know that's so funny that's real oh my god they all depict him as this like in shape tall slender um man meanwhile jesus jesus had full-on dad bod <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing his
0: belly, being like, Let me "Watch what I'm about to do." With these leverage. y'all about to gag, y'all about to gag.
1: But isn't that so crazy? In all black churches, Jesus is white. Bitch, you think you you think you'd ever go to a white church and see a black Jesus ever? Girl, under literally. <laughs> no. Okay, so I, you know I'm looking at houses. I'm, I'm
0: looking at houses right now, right? So uh, I was looking at this house, and I I was in the in this room with all the kids, and I saw the toys, and I saw black toys, and I was like. The doll yes. is black.
1: Yeah, it's about to be yes. a black
0: family. Cause I don't think that people give.
1: I don't think that people get, like give their white kids black dolls. And they should. Oh, bitch! When because I've been to a few baby showers and stuff, and uh, friends of my have babies. If I'm when I'm giving gifts, I'm giving black. I'm giving black uh, 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 g- creatures. I mean uh, characters. Whatever they call. Oh, so you, so you so you think black babies are creatures? Wow. <laughs> Well, that's the see that funny? video
0: where um wait, what's that video where someone says to Monique says, "And how are these sweet little creatures referring to her children?" And then Monique says, "Whoa, whoa, baby, my babies ain't creatures." What was that show, <laughs> Jacob? Can you Google that? Monique Hart, your little creatures. Someone called her babies. I think it was Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Someone called Monique's no. children creatures. Monique
1: and Monique was and Monique was like, "Excuse me?" Oh, Monique, like the the comedian Monique. I was like, "In what world did Monique Hart and Elizabeth Hasselbeck do something?" I was so confused. No, no, it was it was Monique. What was it, Jacob? You did say Monique Hart and it was Barbara Walters.
0: Okay. Oh, it was so yeah. So as a what I meant I Monique the comedian, but yeah, Barbara Walters asked <laughs> asked Monique about her little creatures. (laughs) And Monique said, my my babies are not creatures.
1: (laughs) Honestly, Monique seems like such an intimidating person to interview. I would feel like I would be so scared that she might snap on me for me saying something like I didn't even intend to say. Well, I met Monique once. I I
0: I tell you about my Monique story. Yes, and it sounds amazing. I was at a part of Black History. Oh my God, this was Black History. I was in Black History. Monique is the first Black uh, woman to ever have a residency in Vegas. Can you believe that? That's crazy. No black, that was recent. No it was black like, what, years comedian. ago? Yes. No black woman comedian has ever done a residency in Vegas. I could not believe that. So I was at her show. I, we bought tickets. Me and Alfredo got tickets to go see her. Well, we bought them. We didn't get them. We bought tickets to go see the show. Um, and me and Alfredo were sitting there, but I had to. I had a gig right after that, but I said, I'm not going to miss Monique. Monique's one of my favorite comedians. So I was in full drag sitting there looking at Monique, and then Monique came with me. After the show, Monique just pointed at me and was like, come here. Like, come here. And I was like, oh my God. So me and Monique went in there together and she was like holding my hand. She was so intense. She goes, listen to me baby. As the fact that you out here doing your own thing, representing yourself, representing the community, this is absolutely amazing. This is absolutely beautiful. And she said it to me on stage too. She was like because you know my baby. My baby is, 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 is queer. Or something, I don't even know what she said. but She was like. She was like you cause you know what?
1: Because you... my baby's a faggot just like you and I want you to know.
0: <laughs> and she was like holding my hand. She was like, you, you better keep doing what you're doing. And then we took a crunchy ass picture with overhead lighting <laughs> From the back,
1: did, did Alfredo, I'll, say, I'll, I'll, Alfredo I'll, is not the one. When you in a situation like that, you want Patty. Patty will Patty will stop hell and high earth to make sure that I have a good picture. Patty don't care who is inconvenient.
0: Let me tell you who you don't ever. If you, for some if some reason in your life at any point you're thinking to yourself, wow, the only person here is Kennedy. Can you take this photo, <laughs> bitch? Do not give Kennedy any fucking <laughs> responsibilities she is not the one I, jacob i'll um i'll i'll send you the picture so we can post the picture of uh of me and monique it is
1: absolutely horrible
0: but i was like bitch i'm in a fucking picture with monique
1: bitch. let me say thank you for that patty be like um stop um, um lighting tech can we put can we put the stage lights on please and we want them at 27 percent. that's the perfect sweet spot in between looking fierce and not so 20 patty's that girl uh, girl, but, but yes, bag, you're part I of Black that, History. That, that,
0: that, white, that white girl power girl.
1: We're also, I mean, because of Drag Race, we're both Black, we're we're, we're both um in, in, in Black history. I'm the first Black win of All Stars. You are the first Black comedian to win Drag Race.
0: I'm also the first Black drag queen from Drag Race to reach a million Instagram followers.
1: Are you really? Are you the first one? Yeah,
0: I was, yeah. I, I was the, the one. second one. Uh, that's that's not true. It was Naomi Smalls, who now has more followers than I do. Naomi Naomi was like, bye, bitch," <laughs> <laughs> but just let the record show that I got there before she was on All Stars, and she needed All Stars to do it, honey. Oh my let god, the record show
1: that. <laughs> you are I'm, so shady. I'm being uh, but did you did you have did you I'm
0: very proud of that. Though.
1: Did you have black Santa Claus or white Santa Claus?
0: We had both, so do I, it. depending on the year. I, I I feel like my mom was like taking us to Black Santa Claus when the line was shorter. I really feel like she did that. <laughs> like I really feel like my mom was like, because there was um someone in um I had a friend who works at um Macy's and she was like, some people just go to Asian Santa because it's the shortest line.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. So the Macy's is is they have like like every race of Santa Claus like, in like a line like they how have, does that work? They have. They have
0: four Santas. They have a white Santa, a black Santa, a Santa who speaks Spanish, and a uh, and, and an Asian Santa. Really? Yeah. Jake, huh. why are you, Jake, Jake We literally had this experience. Um, we, we're not supposed to talk about it because they they, they were like, don't don't say anything about. It. But we we. I mean, when I went, I, I specifically wanted to see Black Santa, which is why I have that that picture. We can we can post that too, the picture of um of of me with Black Santa. Remember, I I, I called Monet when I was with Black Santa, and Monet was being very shady. What do you
1: mean? Monet wouldn't say hey to Santa.
0: You wouldn't talk to Santa. I don't think that's true. Oh, it's true. Because I was like, Monet, look. And you were like, "Mm mm-hmm. And I was like, Monet, (laughs) I'm with Santa. And you were like,
1: hey. Oh, so that's that's some nigga from 135th and Lennox. He ain't done any fucking Santa Claus, bitch. I don't care. So now
0: now it's out Monet. was like, (laughs) hi. nigga the fuck I went in I got dressed in full drag wore my patchwork sweater dress went down to Macy's and then we did a whole blog Santa was also gay and also living for you that's important Always yeah. oh always oh so and Santa
1: Claus was, was gay
0: you you found a gay Santa Oh Santa was a Santa I think Mrs. Claus
1: put on the outfit girl cuz it <laughs> was like Work. Sweet. Oh my God, can we do a photo t- a photo one Christmas of, of you as Santa Claus and me as Mrs. Claus? I think that would be really cute. Well, I'm on a keto diet,
0: so maybe uh, I'll be an elf.
1: No, uh, no. I I'd be like, if you do like my like, because you said that you were going to do my uh, Mr. Claus look, but you didn't do it this year. I was, I was looking forward to it. Because you took all of your tutorials down, Monet. You went back and you
0: sw- you wiped the internet of all of them. So if you want to send me the private link, yeah, maybe I can. Okay. Oh. But God, just, I mean, so, just so everyone knows, all of Monet's teaching videos are still
1: up. So go check my them out video? Right oh right my God. Then. Stop talking about these fucking teaching videos. <laughs> Bitch, oh, I found a <laughs> teaching video of you teaching some kids something in what in Minnesota or something it was, and I meant to send it to you. Absolutely not. It is a back shot of you. Not. Oh, oh, I'm you know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just post on the Patreon. You're gonna fucking gag.
0: Did I have my dreadlocks?
1: You did have dreadlocks. Your hair was very long. I mean, I did teach in Minnesota, but you this is. Oh. I told you, you did. Oh, 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 I can't wait.
0: Posted, I was skinny headed.
1: <laughs> I was sketched <laughs> and <snush. laughs> You
0: but know was- what else is black history? Like, I would tell folks every time, like, whenever I would talk about Peppermint, Peppermint is black, is, is black history. Like, Peppermint is the first trans person ever, not just black, but the first trans person ever to originate a role in a Broadway musical, a major yeah, role in a Broadway musical. Out, the first out trans person to originate a role in a Broadway musical. Wow. Um, which is absolutely, it was in Head Over Hill, which I saw her in twice, I saw her in San Francisco once, and then I saw it on Broadway.
1: I, I I just saw it on Broadway, and Peppa's great. She's uh uh Yeah, I saw it on Broadway. Oh, oh my God, do you, do you know why? I went to go see it? Who? Me and Jacqueline. Jacqueline came to New York just to see Aww. that. And Jacqueline and I, we had dinner together. And then we went to go see Pep on Broadway. And then we had a little dessert and stuff afterwards. It was honestly such a really fun night. And I'll post pictures of me and Jacqueline um, doing that. It was really For fun. those
0: of you who don't know, Jacqueline is uh, one of the producers of Drag Race. She produced My she produced my, my Storyline. She produced Monet's Storyline. I think she produced Pep's Storyline. And Bianca. she passed away, I think, two years ago. By the way, she's so fierce. She won two Emmys post-mortem.
1: Gag, that's
0: fucking fierce, bitch. Fierce. That's gaggy. Imagine
1: passing away and then winning two Emmys. Bitch, you could never <laughs> like that is crazy. I have a question in terms of Emmys. Is is Whoopi is Whoopi in history as the first black egot? Is she the first black or is this someone else? Bitch, she might be the only black egot. No. I mean, Jacob will look up. Jacob, you look up and tell us who the, all of oh you are. Oh, my God, it are. is Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, born in, ni- Whoopi is born in 1955, Gag, is the first and only African-American to receive Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Awards. Gag!
0: She's the only one, girl. She won her Emmy for... Um, wait, let me see if I can get them all... Let me see if I can remember these, okay? She won her Tony for producing uh, uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Mm-hmm. she won her oscar for ghost she won her grammy for one of her comedy albums and she won her i don't know what her emmys for though
1: well wait wait john legend J- also has not got that's the well oh, john Legends that he got well, well google well, said well, that was I'm, an old ad you found cause, no well, it's, it's probably the, an old article no oh yeah well, there's a date right there. Under it says um John Legend becomes the first black man to reach Egot. But Whoopi's thing, the first thing says Whoopi Goldberg, born in two is the first and only African American to receive Emmy Grammy Oscar and Tony Award.
0: Well then later on, John Legend one 112, but Whoopi Goldberg was the first Egot, which is like it's one of those things that honestly I, I'm not gonna lie, I strive to do that in my life. Oh, like, I want down. that it's 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 the most prestigious like Yeah thing there is in terms yeah. of like winning all the awards i want to win a p got i want a Pulitzer too. <laughs> a
1: a p got is that is that a thing a p got when you get a Pulitzer too. and i want and i want to billboard music awards i want to be a pep got got <laughs> a pep <God. laughs> i want to be a Negot. <laughs> Negot, please because when you <laughs> win a nobel prize the <laughs> nobel prize <laughs> oh no, you, 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 Bob! You're you gonna you get the Nobel, the Billboard, and the pulse. You're gonna be a nepigot. <laughs> a nepogot. All right, we'll 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 fix we'll so acronym after the uh, well, break. So bad. It is no secret that in our lives, like that movie Smart House on Disney, everything is getting smarter. Baby, we got phones, cars, uh, uh, fridges that talk to you. It is getting a little wild. So if you're a cat owner like me, I have news that will rock your world. Litter is smarter too, thanks to the world's smartest cat litter, Pretty Litter. I found pretty litter and it does so much more than trap odor. Pretty litter is unlike any cat litter I've ever seen. It's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly and lasts up to a month. It's so much better than conventional litter that my apartment smells fresh and clean and I scoop so much less. It really sounds like I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it really does make a difference. You do not have to scoop litter every five minutes and do it once a day. Plus, pretty litter is safer for your cat and for the whole household. Many conventional litters contain irritants that can aggravate allergies and asthma, but Pretty Litter's super lightweight crystals base minimizes mess and dust. And Pretty Litter arrives safely at your door in a small lightweight bag, and shipping is what? Say with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Free. And I never have to worry about storing bulky containers or anywhere in my apartment. Because that I have a small apartment in New York City and that is annoying. No more lugging heavy bags through Midtown on the subway, up the stairs, up the elevator. Nothing. It's done. It's canceled. It's finished. But here's why Pretty Litter is my all-time favorite. It changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Your cat deserves the best. Your cat deserves the world's smartest kitty litter, and that's why you should get Pretty Litter. Do what I did and make the switch to Pretty Litter today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY.
0: Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Prescription acne treatments really do work, but it's hard to get. You have to take time off work and sit and wait in a doctor's office or in a pharmacy to get your medications until. Apostrophe! Now, Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Then just snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications so you can treat your acne from the inside out and from the outside in. Apostrophe treats acne and they can also help you hit other skin care goals. Like for example, have you ever had those dark spots after a breakout? Okay, it's called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation and Apostrophe has prescription medication that's the most effective and fastest way to get rid of your dark spots. Money, you could probably use this for your knees. This this sounds perfect, girl. Now I wear a lot of makeup, and it clogs up your pores. Um, You're you piling grease all of your face, and you don't want to make it too dry by washing it too oily by, you know, lathering it up. So luckily, a postive able to help me reach my skincare goals. Now, you can get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash rivalry and use our code rivalry. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash rivalry and click begin visit. Then use code rivalry at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe.com slash rivalry and use that code rivalry. You get your dermatology visit for $15 off. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Um, I also feel like Monet, I feel like I mean, not feel like RuPaul is black history too. For sure.
1: Oh, for sure. So um, on this other podcast I did with Lady Bunny, uh, Ebony and Irony. Um Ebony and did you say Ebony and Irony? Ebony and Irony. Ebony. Honestly, Lady Bunny recorded the theme song. That shit is so good. I like listen to it. I'm like, gym, I've been listening mm-hmm. to Lady Bunny music. If, I, I really recommend y'all listen to Lady, Lady Bunny song lately. It is a full box. Bunny has some good music. She also she's like she, she's 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 re- not weirdly she's obsessed with music. Like when you talk to Bunny on the phone, and also Bob may know this too. When you talk to Bunny on the phone, it is never a twenty-five minute conversation. Bitch, it's like an clear hour. The schedule. Bunny will talk and talk and talk, and then she like go on this whole rant about music. Anyway, um, she well we it was the- worse
0: when Hillary Clinton was running for president. Bitch, when Hillary Clinton was there was nothing about music. If, when Hillary Clinton <laughs> was running for president, and you would just hear her rant about Hillary for hours hey <laughs> uh,
1: uh, voting for Hillary <laughs> Steele <laughs> <laughs> oh we had Linda Simpson on and Linda Simpson um, is a New York City nightlife she goes back to like the fucking like early 70s whatever I mean late 70s and she was talking about how like that, like there were two big shifts in drag, as far as she remembers, you know, which is a very long time. She took all these pictures. She's just saying when Rue got famous in ni- in like the early nineties, that really was like this like catatonic shift in in drag, and then she's saying now like the past like five a uh, uh, ten years, she's like this has been another big drag boom, um in in all of her what at this point five decades uh, in drag this these were the two biggest like eruptions of drag Ru's... RuPaul was both of them yeah honestly RuPaul was both of them so that's kind of wild I mean that's um uh, the power the power I mean the, the thing is like
0: there's no one in any field that's more at the top of their game than RuPaul is no one is that far ahead of all of their peers yeah. no one I would say that. Yeah. Actually, RuPaul has no peers. In terms of
1: drag, RuPaul doesn't have peers. <laughs> am, am I lying? I, just, I, I well, it's, it depends on how you define the word peers. I think I, I would say more contemporaries. I don't think RuPaul has any contemporaries, but he, I think he has you have. a know, lot of You know, she has
0: contemporaries, but she did not have, no one's, on, no, there is no drag queen on RuPaul's level.
1: None. I would agree with not that. Yeah. Except
0: unless you're including uh, Tyler Perry as a drag queen. And right. only then. Does it
1: count? Yeah, 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 yeah. RuPaul is RuPaul is doing the fucking thing, girl. She's, she's- like e- even even Beyonce and
0: Adele trade every couple of years. Then then Taylor Swift sneaks in, and then you know they're all swapping stuff out when it comes to like music. But like what RuPaul does, is like even Queens, I I think like probably that's also interesting to watch who's become like the successful of us, like of yeah. the of the Ru girl. I mean, I remember when at one point it was like. No one will be. I remember thinking to myself, no other no queen besides RuPaul would be making as much money as Sharon Needles. This is wild. I remember one time hearing, you this was before, this was probably before you even started doing drag. Were you doing drag in season four? Yeah, I was doing drag in season four. Season, yeah. So the thing is, I remember hearing these rumors that Sharon Needles made $40,000 in a month. And at the time, my wig flew off. I was like, how can a drag queen? make that much money. make $40,000 in a month that is wild to me and then Bianca Del Rio came on and we're like, like, oh my god no one makes more money than Bianca Del Rio like this is people just do not make more money than Bianca Del Rio yeah. and then fucking Trixie Mattel came <laughs> on and I'm
1: like bitch people just do not make more money than Trixie Mattel you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah um but yeah, but also but, but money is one thing, but also in terms of like what the queens have done, I think is a different thing cuz yeah, Bianca Bianca makes a lot of money, Bianca is not like doing film and TV commercial stuff. Drag her. Drag her. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca likes she's Bianca, Bianca but Bianca is selling out a fucking st- bitch not auditoriums. Bitch arenas. Stadiums. Bianca is selling out arenas yeah. and stadiums around the world. Okay? That is fucking major. But she's not doing things like Acting and commercials and, like, the stuff that people like you and Trixie, she's not she, she, She's not doing, she doesn't have a show on HBO, you know what I mean? So there are different things to, like, to, 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 to that way and cons- to consider that, you know? In terms of acting, I, I feel like the, the three queens who get the most acting roles are actually me,
0: Shangela, Shangela and Ginger Minj. Like, those oh, yeah, are the three Ginger. who are all, like, yeah. like, we're the three who are always, like, acting or doing some sort of a... Yeah, acting thing. You know what I mean? I mean, shangela's well, was in, in fucking shit. Yes, I did not get the call to be in um AJ and the Queen that everyone else. Got
1: neither either girl? They messed me. To be, to be fair, yeah, I don't know because I wouldn't say, but it was because they filmed it like right after All Stars Four, but Trinity was in it, so I do not say maybe that. And Latrice was in it too, so yeah, they they was like Monet. I, I didn't get a call to.
0: I did get a call to be a writer on it, but then they just never called me back.
1: Well, I, I did get a call to direct, like, a few episodes, but after that, I didn't hear anything else. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I got a call, but
0: like, do you want to write? For, do you want to help write for this? I was like, I would love to write, and then and then I was like, oh, hello? <laughs> hello? 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 Bob, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh, I don't... I mean, I don't, is it up to me? Is it is it up to me to decide what my legacy is? Like, I don't want to produce my whatever I leave behind. I don't want to produce and be like... It's this and that. I, I want. I wanted to. I want to have a, a broad stroke of. Let me rephrase that. I would like to have a bunch of really funny material, like like what like what would we have, like brilliant movies, amazing stand-up specials, and also some serious stuff too. I'm I'm really proud of um, what we're doing with. Also, everyone in the podcast is like, "Why didn't you ever put Colleen in your hoodie?"
1: Everyone's mad that you because didn't do she it because she was sleeping, and I said it 19 times. Also, so you don't want to produce your things. So that means so so you're saying Rosa Parks is a piece of shit. That's that's what you're saying. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm hearing you clear.
0: <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I said, but I am proud of like having Black queer town hall, yeah. and like that's, I think just, that's be a major still picking thing. up. We're, we're doing it again next year. We're 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 getting the award out to Dr. Angela Davis. We're picking our nominee for this year's um, our our our, our recipient for this year's Black Black Queer Excellence Award. Okay, um, you guys can give me one. I
1: don't i am just do it. <laughs> well,
0: Monet, we got to give other people a shot, too. You're the shoe-in. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Um, But anyway, so, like, I, I, am, I, mean, I am very proud of this. I, like, I feel like when, like when I think of Lady Bunny's legacies, I, I think of Lady Bunny's legacy, I think of Wigstock. That's, like, my yeah. first thing that I think of. And yeah. I think when people think of RuPaul's legacy, they'll think of RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: I feel like two things. I think they think of Drag Race before Drag Race. They thought of the you better work. Uh, 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 what's the Supermodel. Supermodel, because of how prolific it was and how, like Linda Simpson said, it like it like changed it changed the movie and TV and screen lans- landscape forever. Before that, drag queens were not in a lot of shit. After after that, people were like, drag is palatable. We can stand to have this in our movies, in our TV commercials, in our TV shows. So yeah. Um, and it took a
0: big leggy black drag queen. And hello? I also, I want to talk. About, I want to talk about something here too because I feel like people feel like I'm I'm afraid to talk about, it, but I'm not. I want to talk about the fracking. So, I've it's been actually tooling around in my mind a lot lately because I actually think that blaming RuPaul for this fracking is problematic. It is a bunch of people blaming a black queer man for whatever first of all this what, let me talk about what what mineral rights this by the way i everyone thinks that me and monet are on the rupaul payroll everyone thinks that everyone swears that we get checks from rupaul charles every, every month this is just my honest genuine thought i think that it's actually something problematic about what's going on with it because when you sell mineral rights to your land you actually don't have a say as to whether or not people frack what people do in your land you don't have a say all right? first second of all with the people doing research now, this is actually land that RuPaul's husband owned before they even met, mm. and the mineral rights were sold before they even met. So this is oh. actually RuPaul's husband's family's land. Gag. But everyone's just saying RuPaul's fracking. God, that's it. what they're saying. So, 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 I, so, and when you sell mineral rights to your land, you're not getting that much money for it. The people who are fracking on the land, if there even is fracking. They're getting a lot of money, but the people who are selling mineral rights are not getting. Now, I, I have a feeling that someone who, who um, is a producer on Drag Race, Drag Race Canada, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Holland, Thailand. Drag Race Spain, Fame. Drag Race Australia, and Drag Race Thailand
1: um, is probably. And you drag more race, money... and all these drag race. All these, he's producing all these shows.
0: <laughs> is probably making more money on that stuff than on selling mineral rights to this land away. I mean, and I get that it is fun to be like. Rupaul's fracking yada yada yada. I mean, Bob, I you're the
1: it'll... you're the main
0: reason. You are one of the main that, reasons that people are making fun of me. It wasn't because fault. I was cracking a joke. It wasn't because I was cracking a joke. It was because like like it was just in the moment something that happened in the moment it ended up being a whole thing. But mm-hmm. I do think there's something problematic about blaming this black man for this system that all these white people created and are benefiting from.
1: Yeah. Well, a- again, this is, I mean, this, we have seen this time and time again where people, where there are, there's, there's a history of white people doing shit. And then there's, and there, and there is one or a few black people who may get involved and they're like, you. You're the villain. You're the evil one doing it. It's like you're overlooking this generation, these these years of all these white people doing it. But you, but 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 now you can you, now you can take this black person or this person of color and blame them, so it's more palpable and you, and it's 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 easier for you to put your frustration on that. One hundred percent. It's been it's it's a it's a tale that the, the, the a timeless story, if you will.
0: Yeah, for sure. Anyway, so I just wanted to talk about that real that real quick and, and really and quick. Sure.
1: So fracking is when you drill, you bust water into the land to find oil, right?
0: Yeah, dr- fracking is the process of basically pressurizing water into the earth so that the oil will rise. Because you mm. know when you mix oil and water, the oil rises to the top. So you shoot water down, oil comes up. But sometimes the oil seeps into the land as well. Uh, there's a lot of unsafe fracking in the world. There is some fracking that's actually not in that there is there are there are some that aren't as dangerous as others. But for the most part, fracking is a it can ruin the water supply, and essentially put fuel in the water of basically everyone nearby, like for miles and miles and miles.
1: So what you're saying is that most gay men are kind of like mini- miniature frackers. We're all fracking our booties and we're getting the the, um, the dirt and the oil to come out of the service. So uh, so we're all kind of frackers, guys. We're all part of the fracking family.
0: Except the issue is uh, what's coming out of the ground with fracking is valuable. And what's coming out of the ground when you are uh, going to meet a gentleman caller is uh,
1: poop. I have been using my Pure for Men, and I don't know what they put in the, in the new batch. Mama, I when I be uh, having to run the water clear, honey, she just be... I, 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 Jacob better pull out his Metamucil. What? What? <laughs> Whatever's in the new <laughs> system, girl, she's gonna be right together. I don't, I don't have to spend a lot of time. I just, I just, I can just like kind of do a little bloop bloop, and I'm ready to go. It's great.
0: So if 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 y'all if if, if uh, pure for me, the thing about like pure for me is like when I wear the capsule, I gag. It's like eight tablets a day. This is insane.
1: It's not this eight is, tablets this a day. Oh, what is it?
0: How many is it? See, that's why I don't like cats. That's why I don't like cats. <laughs>
1: That's why I don't talk. Also, oh, I want to show y'all. She looks back at me like, bitch, I dare to say something. It's, 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 Everyone, something. my cat would never, ow, ow. <laughs> um, um, it's it's three tablets a meal. So I, so I do, well, it's six a day. So I take three in the morning, three in the evening. That
0: is too many. <laughs>
1: That's every hour
0: on the hour you're taking the tablet. Just just take some um, Metamucil by the school. Drink a glass of Metamucil in the morning and a glass of Metamucil at night.
1: Well, maybe I should do that. They just make it so easy. Jacob, I mean, maybe I'll ask Jacob what his recipe is. So apparently it's working for him. And Metamucil, they, they sell
0: they sell the orange flavor Metamucil, so it tastes like tang.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, oh, oh. I'm into that. I used to drink I love I, a, I used to love drink tang. When I was a
0: kid. Yes. When I was bitch. a kid, I used to, I used to drink Metamucil. Tang. Oh, wait. No, I used to drink Metamucil as a kid, not tang. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I did <laughs> drink Metamucil as a kid because Why? my aunt would drink it to. my aunt would drink it to keep regular, and I was like, "What do you make? What is that?" She's like, "It's fiber," and I was like, "I want to try it," and I just thought it was like making me like an adult or something. It tastes. It tasted like Tang. So, like what do I care?
1: Bob, you have always been just some old bitch not drinking Tang at seven years old. I've been drinking Metamucil at seven years old. Like, ooh, this is great for my bowels to your friends in school and they're like girl what yeah. but she was regular <laughs> i think all episodes uh, that lad's gonna be a little suspicious i can't wait to see what i just adjusted it i just realized how much it changed <laughs> i also today's
0: one of those days where I, like, I need air for my eyes today is like one of those days where i'm like i need air the watery eye days yeah we all get those you know what? No, not water. Bob... No, it's not water. It's like it's like when I just need air in my eye. Like, I, like my air doesn't. Have, my eye doesn't have. Enough. We've had this discussion before. Like I, I need my eyes to like have more air in. Well, you know So that like I'll not... fan my. i You
1: know. Not every day can be a good day. Full circle.
0: Call back. Call back. Oh, I called hey, this back. Hey. <laughs> now go download. Full, go download. Good days
1: by SZA. Is it called? What's it called? Good days. Good days by SZA. Look at look, look, Colleen trying to get out Should Like, get me out of this country-ass motherfucker. Get me out of this... <laughs> <laughs> out that of is, this that is black ass history. Mother- get me out of this country-ass <laughs> shit flying in my mouth. What happened that day? Making Georgia... Get me...
0: Puzz flying in my mouth and shit. Get me out of this country-ass motherfucker. There's this, there's this great uh, YouTuber who takes every reference from Drag Race UK, and then he... Shows where the reference came from because uh. as I walk you can't keep being like, "What are these? What are they? What are these references?" He pulls every single reference and shows you where it came from.
1: Girl, that was me during the West End during the play because uh, during Death Drop, it's a it's, it's it's a British play and it's very British. And some of the references, I'm like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, do you know who Esther Ranson is?" No. Girl, in the in the song and like the big act one song, there's this big reference to Esther Ransom. And the whole time I was like, what and everyone like was laughing. I'm like, what is so fucking funny? Come to find Esther Ransom's just like anyway, it's this whole thing. But there was a lot of moments like that. Also, last well, who time, the I fuck went, is
0: Esther Ransom?
1: She's this old, old lady who used to work for the BBC and she was um and she was this old lady that everyone knows in in, in the UK, Esther Ransom got it and also got before it. i go i want to say i appreciate you for covering up fucking um of uh, jeff goldblum's place for the black history month episode as right as you should
0: um it, it basically like saying walter walter what's his name walter, Con- walter crown- conkright walter
1: Conkrite. yeah crown i think Yeah, i guess it, it'd be like saying
0: that um but yeah um i love you so much Monet. i love you so much Siobhan. happy Black history gonna... month
1: Happy Black History Month to you, too. Um, Maybe next year, I I know this year we said we would do this Black History Month thing, girl, but COVID. So next year, we'll do it, y'all. We'll do something. (laughs) We were black. That was enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're doing the bare bit of a, oh, God, Bob. We're reverting back to our old tendencies. We we black. That's what y'all get. Well at least we
0: listen, we just started releasing podcast two podcasts a week. We are working
1: hard. We are, we are working hard and hardly working. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Love you all. Bye. Bye.